0: Today, tomorrow and Sunday at the Sheridan Ramada Plaza. The Home and Garden Show, sponsored by the Bighorn Home Builders Association of Sheridan, whose members are committed to promoting the highest standards in the building industry.
1: Whether you're planting a tree or digging a
2: foundation, contact One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476
3: or 811. Call two business days before you dig. It's free and required by law. Repairs to utilities can be expensive. Cutting a gas line or electrical line can be deadly. No matter if it's weekend yard work or major construction, call One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Sponsored by Public Service Commission, Wyoming Association of Broadcasters in this station.
4: There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
3: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. This is my promo for this week's weekend sports wrap podcast. And on this week's episode, we talk about the cambium cell layer of Maplewood and how important it is in today's society. Wow. Not really, though. We actually talk a little bit more about the MLB. We talk a little bit more about the NBA playoffs. And we are getting into the dog days of summer, so it's a little bit shorter. But make sure you tune in anyways to the weekend sports wrap podcasts
4: wherever you get your podcasts. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic.
1: This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone.
4: From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday, your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE, that's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey.
2: Good morning and happy Friday. <laughs> Welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friend Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring. 674-4443. Or 6725763. We're going to go right to the poll question. Mr. Sisson, what do we got? Do you agree with Texas Governor Greg
5: Abbott busing migrants to Washington, D.C.? I think uh, not a huge surprise, the results here. 76% say yes, they agree. 22% say no, they do not. 2% undecided.
2: Okay, so where do we stand as right now? Well, what I could find, Governor Greg Abbott, has sent at least seven buses that we know of Mm -hmm. filled with undocumented migrants to Washington, D.C. This is in protest of the Biden administration ending Title 42 expulsions. However, the Republican leader has indicated that he will be uh, very willing to send them to Delaware. And uh, for those of you who do not know, Delaware is President Joe Biden's state. Mm Now. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said, "Quote: It's nice the state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination (laughs) as they await the outcome of their immigration proceedings." Uh, I think it's funny. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, but I I don't know what the
5: end game is, but it's certainly entertaining right now.
2: I don't think there is an end game. Uh, You know, some people call this nothing more than a publicity stunt. That he's not actually gaining anything, um, even if that's all it was. It's a heck of a statement. And and I'm not going to lie to you. If I was the governor and I had to deal with that at that extent, I'd probably do something very similar. Yeah,
5: you basically have nothing to lose by doing that. Yeah. Because you've got the problem regardless, and might as well stick it right at the feet of someone who can do something about it and isn't. Exactly. So why not?
1: And,
2: uh, you know he isn't it's i think out of all the main issues that he really had to face going into office this one he has ignored the most
5: yes and trump helped get it on the front page again by you know really making efforts to do things about it and so uh it was a topic of conversation going into that election and uh so clearly you know this is this is one of the four one of, one of the big topics that he's going to be judged on, I think.
2: Yeah. Now, you know, there's been other ideas. A lot of people uh, backed Trump's wall. I did not back the wall. I didn't think it was a very good use of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've already found huge sections where people have climbed over, <laughs> cut through. Uh, it and and for those of you who who are upset when I say that I was against the wall. Really look up the amount of problems that came with that wall. That wall would have gone across uh, reservations. It would have cut families in half. There, there was a lot more to that than just let's go out and build a wall.
5: Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a simplistic solution to a complex problem, which brought its own problems with it. You know, I, I you know on, on the surface it's like oh yeah, m- 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 no brainer, put right. a wall around. Yeah. it. but but when you really start looking into it, I mean it's. Like you said, it's not the best use of resources. I think it would be very expensive and probably not as effective as we would hope. Exactly. You know, if
2: if that was the answer to all things, okay, yeah, sure. You know, build a wall down across that southern border if mm-hmm. you didn't cut reservation land in half. <laughs> right. Or, or separate entire tribes of people who've been living there for you know, thousands of years in some cases. Uh, and and that's just one of the many problems. Plus, the cost of that thing was yeah. absolutely astronomical. Um, but uh, you know, I can't sit here and say much because it's not like I've got a solution <laughs> for anything either. No, and I st- mean it that,
5: is a serious issue. And that's still better than what's being done right now, well, which is nothing. Apathy,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you're not. When somebody asks the president a question. Uh, you know, shrugging shouldn't be an answer. <laughs> right. You know, I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah. get someone on something. Do something. Yeah, there are things that
5: can be done. Yeah. And we, we've talked about them before. I mean, one of the big things is, is uh, getting rid of the incentives for people to come over here legally, which is, you know, you get paid under the table and all that kind of stuff. We need to crack down more on that. Agreed. Stop dangling that big carrot and you will stop the flow or at least
2: reduce it. Exactly. Now, I, I believe in the process I always have believed in the process. If you want to come to this country from any other country in the world, they should have the ability to do so. Mm-hmm. But we have a process to get in yeah. and and if you follow that process and and become a citizen, fantastic. Welcome to the United States. Uh, here's your pile of frustrations that we deal with <laughs> on a daily right. basis but <laughs> But for those who are just you know going for it. Swim, run, jump, do whatever they got to do to get here. I understand the desire. This is the greatest country on earth. Mm -hmm. I understand the desire. You want to do better for your family. You want to make sure that you can provide for them. And and, and the opportunity is here. Anyone can be anything. And a lot of that is desperation, too. If you're in that situation,
5: it's like... They have nothing to lose.
2: You're going to risk it all and see what happens. And, and you know, coming from a country uh, that's, you know, gone completely communist, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, I do not agree with this. I, I'm getting my family and I'm getting out. We're going to America. We're going someplace where there, that isn't going to happen.
1: Right.
2: And then you're stuck at the border for <laughs> months on end because, well, everybody else had the same idea. Right. <laughs> uh, it, that's rough. Yeah. I totally See where they're coming from, but there is a process. Follow that process. It takes years. I had a, a friend in the military whose wife was from the Philippines. It took him ten years mm-hmm. to get here, get her here, and 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 get the the kids because uh, she had children, and and to get everybody to get his family here, it took a decade. Mm-hmm. But he followed the process. He paid the money, which is. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gave everything he had. But yeah. they're here and they're happy now. By yeah. the way,
5: and these people sneaking in are are undercutting that process.
2: Absolutely.
5: Uh, but you got to say, if you were in their situation,
2: would you do it? I absolutely. I would too. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. It, it, what's the choice? Yeah. You know, uh, breaking a U.S. law, <laughs> right? Or feeding your children?
5: Well, and and especially that. What compounds it now is when the chances of you suffering any real consequences from doing that are pretty low. Because yeah,
2: What are they going to do, send yeah. you
5: home? Yeah, I mean, that, that, there's a slight chance of that, but then you're going to be let into the country anyway and do your own thing for years and years and years while the legal system waits to catch up with whatever you are going to get eventually handed, which may never come. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, if I were in that position, I would, I would do the same thing.
2: And uh, it's, it's really tough down there because there are those who have gone through the process they've done everything that they need to do and sometimes they can they can have trouble getting jobs because you know someone looks at them and goes mm, you're mm. probably an illegal right. it's like no i'm not this is all <laughs> legitimate yeah <laughs> i i did what i was supposed to do i'm a us citizen mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a it's a convoluted mess uh, there is no easy answer but once again call upon the president to give us at least A bad answer.
5: (laughs) All right. Any answer would be (laughs)
2: funny. Everybody who served in the military out there and either did PLDC, which I'm dating myself, or (laughs) the school that basically teaches you to become a sergeant, the one thing that they really want to impress upon you at the lowest level of leadership in the U.S. military, a bad decision is still a decision. Mm -hmm. Do not sit there in the trench with your team and do nothing. Yeah right you have got to move mm-hmm. you have got to make a decision and it's just disheartening in these situations where that's been impressed in my mind and i look at the higher levels of leadership and they're shrugging their shoulders <laughs>
5: right <laughs> yeah yeah it's very frustrating and we know it's been a problem for a long time and that just makes it much harder to effectively deal with because you've already got millions of people here illegally
2: absolutely yeah and,
5: and what do you do with them
2: yeah so so I think I think Title 42 was a a pretty good way to vet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, you're sick, go home. Yeah, you can't. Don't bring that in here. We're having our own troubles with everything. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, tough issue. Tough yeah, issue. It is
5: a tough one. I, you know, the uh, the Title 42, I can see where the effectiveness of that or the justification of that is weaker now than it used to be, because you know the pandemic is not as severe as it was. You know, a year ago. Right. And if that's the justification you're using and at the same time you're lifting mask mandates and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of hard to justify. Well,
2: we can't let people in the country because of it. But everyone here is okay. Right. But at the same time, you know, if if you had a committee. Right. And and, and we all have this now. Maybe a lot of our listeners don't. But I have got I've got faith. We've got think tanks. And, And if you don't know what a think tank is, this is some of the brightest people that we have in the United States who basically sit around and come up with contingency plans. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. Yeah. They someone throws a problem out there and then a think tank comes up with an answer. If you put think tanks on this and say this priority number one, get it done. You would come up with a solution. You'd come up yeah. with something. Yeah. Or or something similar to Title forty two that would that would help right. us vet more. Yeah.
5: You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you, just for the you could come up I think it would be easy to say just in the interest of national security. Yes. We yeah. cannot just be letting people in because who knows, you know, all you got to do is get your terrorist to Mexico and then get him across the border. They don't have to come in through any other port. Nope. Um because they can just blend in with the crowd and sneak in that way. Uh, I think yeah, national security would be Perfect justification to just say, no, there's zero tolerance here. Nobody's coming in.
2: And you know that the the Department of Homeland Security, uh, you know, I always thought this would be part of their job. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, that there's a lot of bright people with national defense on their minds sitting in a room going, OK, well, we've got option A, B or C. So. We can try all of them. It's a big border. <laughs>
5: That's right, yeah.
2: You know what? We can even regionalize mm-hmm. it. You, you know, sure could, yeah. Option one goes here. Option B there. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's back and forth, and, and it's a convoluted mess, and no one's got the right answer, but, you know, we at least need one answer. But it uh, looks like we've got a caller.
3: Uh, go ahead,
2: caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
3: Yes, my name's Matt Cherney, and I'm announcing that we're having a meeting kind of you're discussing a little bit about it uh the covid issue but uh we're going to host it at the wild theater tuesday evening at 6 30 and it's going to be a kind of a presentation by some local somewhat experts on the whole virus issue and then a uh, question and answer period if anyone would like to attend again wild theater at 6:30 tuesday evening
2: Okay, all right, thank you. All right, so more meetings, still meetings going on about this uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. It'll be an interesting thing, uh,
5: you know, looking back, we've already tried to see how s- some of the things that we did to deal with it may not have been the best decisions, but like you were saying, got to do something, right? Right. Uh, and I think it, so far it looks like no one intentionally made things worse. Um, making decisions with the best information available at the time but I think you could really go back and look and say, you know, locking things down and all of that didn't really do much to slow the spread of the virus. And instead, it, the biggest effect of that was economic issues compounding them yeah. that were already going to be in bad shape because of the pandemic. I think it just made those worse without really having much of a benefit as far as, you know, putting, getting the pandemic under control.
2: Yeah, I, I feel that this entire event is going to change the way that we do so many different things. Mm-hmm now now maybe you know the older generations are not seeing that uh, but the younger generations are and if you're not actively involved with the younger generations y- you may not think that much is going to change but i can tell you working from home is going to become much more of an option it already
5: has we've already we seen forward. that right yeah.
2: yep. but like on the scale that will probably surprise us socially mm-hmm. across the board. And I'm not talking about millennials. I'm talking about, what's that, Z? Yeah. Is, is that who they've designate them as yeah. so far? I, I, just, you know, I, I, a lot of people understand I've talked about generational training on here. And if you want to talk about the generations and, and <laughs> you want to, you know, get mad at them, the best thing to do is actually attend generational training. It'll teach you why certain generations do certain things. Now, like, you're an ex. Yes. You, you're See, you and I yeah. are from the same generation. Mm-hmm. I am just on the border of X and millennial. Thank God. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're
5: not a millennial. I'm not yeah. a
2: millennial. <laughs> not that I've got an issue with millennials. Millennials, they just have different ideas. Now, according to this generational training, like, Generation X, we're a silent generation compared to other generations. Yes. Uh, there's also a silent generation, I want to say, uh, gosh, right... Before the boomers, there was a, a more of a silent generation there as well mm-hmm. but the man, the boomers and the millennials have been going after each other for <laughs> right a while. yeah
5: there's a lot of conflict there <laughs> but
2: yeah. but generational training teaches me that um, a, a generation is not defined or given a name until the majority of that generation has reached the age of eighteen mm-hmm. And we're right on the edge of that. So you know, people been calling Gen Z. They they called millennials Gen Z for years. That's you right. Remember yes. That? Because yes. you and I were X, X. Yep. And then Z or yep. Gen Y. Gen, Gen y. y. That's what they called. Yeah, they were Y. Yep. But then the majority of them got to the point where they were of age, and they started making their big moves in the world, and they were like, boom, millennials. So that's what yeah. we're going to name
5: them. That's what the next one is, Z, because millennials are still technically Y. Right. They just don't call it
2: that. So so here's my thing. Who are you going to call the next one? Right. Well,
5: that's when the Great Reset happens, and so you start <laughs> over again <Exactly>. with A. <laughs> Generation
2: A. yeah Boy, I'd walk around with start my all over again. I'll tell right. you that All right. <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric <laughs> <laughs> Open Lines on 930K, early and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
4: simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems, residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sheridan.
0: Hi, I'm Stacy Wells with the Sheridan College Principles of Management Team, and I'm inviting you to our Family Fun Day in support of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange, Saturday, April 23rd from noon to 4 p.m. at the Sheridan College Golden Dome. Enjoy music, food, cornhole, mini-golf, and a silent auction and more. The entry fee can be a cash donation or household cleaning supplies, and all ages are welcome. Hope to see you there. We are so ready for spring, and here's a sign that it's actually on its way. The 2022 Home and Garden Show is happening today, tomorrow, and Sunday at the Sheridan Ramada Plaza. Whether it's your something new or all of those spring projects, your new dream patio, a whole new kitchen, or maybe a new roof, this show will help you get started. The Home and Garden Show is sponsored by the Bighorn Home Builders Association of Sheridan, whose members are committed to promoting the highest standards in the building industry. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And
6: JT with EBIA Hearing and Sound. Hearing well is living well, and we're here to help.
0: Not only are we able to provide premier hearing aid technology with Bluetooth and AI, but we can address the environment in which you are hearing.
6: Our sound consultation services tailor solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help.
0: Call EBIA Hearing and Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920.
7: Hi, this is Christy Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty, and let's talk about 606TW Road in Buffalo, Wyoming, a large shop with an attached two-bedroom home on 61 acres. Office area could be made into a mother-in-law apartment. The attached home with an open floor plan with hickory wood cabinets, Formica countertops, and covered outdoor patio area. Call me, Christy Kinghorn, today. Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
5: Volunteers of America is excited
2: to announce the Empty Bowl event is back. Join us at the Sheridan Fairgrounds on April 28th from 5 to 6.30 for great soups, live music and family friendly fun. Your ticket purchase provides important services for our neighbors in need. Tickets are
3: available now online at voanr.org backslash empty bowl This event is supported in part by Sheridan Media.
2: Good morning, and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson and Trevor Jackson. We are your open line guys. Now, uh, Trevor's got a question, but before I get to that question, Trev, there is something that I want to say. Mr. Sisson, you and those who, who were in that band at the, at the YO Theater and the oh, Civic yeah, Theater yeah. Guild's <laughs> performance of First Date mm-hmm. did an amazing job. Yeah, um, that was fun. You guys, you guys did so well. And and for those of you out there who didn't get to attend that, it was sold out. Mm-hmm. Like every night, that thing sold.
5: Yeah, out. we did seven performances, and all seven were sold out. And yeah. my
2: goodness, you know, I sat here and I thought, well, how how funny can a play really be? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. I went in there with some uh, misconceptions. Yeah, and you're looking like community theater. I
5: mean, right, it's right. be, You're low budget. We don't what? have a huge talent
6: pool to. Well, from, had, him, yeah. well, they had you, Steve. So the talent I mean, pool it, was really shallow. I know they
5: were there to see the keyboard players. I, <laughs> I, sure. I know that for sure. What's the teeth?
2: <laughs>
6: That's the only comments I heard from the play was the keyboard player. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was awesome. He
2: was like Paul Schaefer up Yeah, there. he was amazing. Uh, but I am going to say this: I, I love when I'm when I'm proven wrong, and and it's not like I made a statement. I went in there just thinking, well, you know, how funny could it be? Yeah, it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Everybody uh, who, who took part in that did a fantastic yeah. job. And I just want credit to be given to you as well. You and that band, hardworking, over there in the corner. <laughs> I was watching you. You guys did so good. Thank you for that. There's that a
5: lot great. of great talent in this community. And it, uh, there it was, really yeah, is. It was
2: a lot of fun working with those folks. And, and I'll tell yeah. you what, that was one of the situations where it was truly on display that day. Great job, everybody, who did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I had a fantastic time. So uh, uh, if you get a chance to head to some of these plays from the Y.O. Theater or the Civic Theater Guild, you, and, and and you're maybe you're holding back a little bit, you're like, well, should I? Yes, you should. Get yeah. out there. Support our local theater. Mm-hmm. They do
6: a fantastic job.
5: And
2: they're, they're doing it because it's what they love to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, uh, now, uh, Mr. Jackson. Yes. You had a question, sir.
6: Uh, yeah. My question is, because it's oh, halfway through the show already, <laughs> are you guys going to talk about today... This uh, liquor license fiasco at the city council—I so, can't believe you just did that. To me. I, really, I, okay, I just—is there, is there something know, going on with that? I just wondered if you were going to talk about that. I, you know, it's a legitimate question, Floyd. On purpose. All right. So I know I didn't. I. I, I okay. I, it's a legitimate question
2: for you. <laughs> I had no intention of talking on that. Now, now, and I'll tell you—I'll tell you what. They had to come up with a way to make this as fair as they could, and in, in my opinion, because I read the news stories, uh, it looked to be pretty fair. Um, you know, some back and forth happened. Could it have could it have gotten done quicker? Yeah, yeah, I think it could have. Um, but uh, I'm gonna leave that uh, right there. Uh, it's been awarded. Best of luck to to the company that received it.
5: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's always one of those things where you can look back and say, okay, well, things could have been done differently here or there. But I, you know, I, it's a tough situation because you've got a lot of people wanting things, and there's very limited resources to go around. Yeah. And you've got to try to you know, make it as fair as possible, and there's always going to be somebody upset about that.
2: Now, I will tell you that what I, am'd, what I am disheartened about, Mr. Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> is the misinformation the false statements, and the accusations that are going around on comments from people. On social the, media, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what social media is. <laughs> right. It's, it, that's a little disheartening, mm. to say the
6: very least. So there's my Well, you tip. don't know what you're talking about, so you just get on social media <laughs> and start popping off. Yeah, and then and just act like you do know what you're and, talking and about. Act, and act like you yeah. do know what you're talking about when you don't.
2: There's a, there's a comment on there that almost seems to make a suggestion that our city council's on the take. Well, yeah. That's
6: an accusation.
2: That's a public accusation. Sure. Yeah.
6: Well, stay on, stay on the socials long enough. There'll be plenty of them. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we we've got a couple. got, uh, got a couple calls for all you. All right. We've
2: got a caller. Go ahead. You are on the Jackson Electric open line.
8: Good morning. You guys are making me laugh here.
2: Oh, it's rough, buddy. <laughs> we're having a, we're having a rough Friday.
8: <laughs> well, speaking of open forum Friday, uh, it's uh, you present it well and referee it well because I really appreciate it uh... it gives a person a chance to reflect on their own experiences and experiences of other people the uh... governor abbott shipping uh... the uh... folks to washington dc I, I i can't think of a better in your face uh, scenario because uh... washington is so far removed from everybody uh... They are quite offended when it's one-on-one, face-to-face, with some parallels of the uh, quote insurrection. Uh, so, it's just like, I mean, how how far removed can you be? Which is a tremendous amount of removed when you have congressional immunity, and uh, you sit by and watch state and national elections simply purchased. And uh it's gonna be interesting to see if that uh takes place this fall in the state of Wyoming here. Uh similar to, you know, we'll allow the border to be wide open and uh as far as we're so far removed from it, it's like it's real simple. You're a congressman, you're president, whatever. You send somebody to war, and you, you, you don't see the horrors and the gore of, of war. You just—it's just a matter of uh, elitism. Uh, let's see here.
5: Yeah, I think the uh, the the nice thing—we've talked about this before—that unless you live on the border, it's not. All that real. It's not real. And, yes. and this is kind of, in one way, making it real to people who are removed from the situation because yeah. it's putting it right there at their
2: feet. Exactly. And I, you know what? I think seven busloads just doesn't send the right idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's a tiny that's tip a of tiny the That's a tiny amount. That's a yeah. tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would, I would say, you know, keep sending them, you know, and,
5: until something's done. They're here anyway, so it doesn't really matter where they are, right? Right. They might as well be
2: there. And and as Saki said, you know, you're helping them get to their final destination. <laughs> that's so, right. Yes. Uh, we've got a <laughs> hey, that's from there. So. I,
7: that's what they said. Yeah. We've
2: got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
7: Good morning, Floyd. This is Cherish from the Sheridan VA.
2: How are you, Cherish?
7: It really great this morning. Um, we do want to let everyone know in the community that was interested in joining us at our YMCA we believe you and we believe in you event tomorrow that we are postponing it due to this fabulous storm coming.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, do we have a date when uh, we will be holding that event?
7: We have to get all the cogs and and boxes checked with the why, but um, we're tentatively thinking about May 7th but we have a lot to get approved before we can say that officially.
2: Alright, That uh, I'll make note of that, Cherish, and as soon as you guys have your information let me know and I'll make sure that the public has got that
7: awesome thank you all for your lively conversation it's been fun this morning
2: <laughs> thank you for calling in chairs all right now uh the u.s is rushing to send more weapons and equipment needed to hold off the larger invading force in the rural and the rule in the open Donbas. am i saying that right i'm system? not sure oh, oh we, we've got another caller before i change subjects real quick looks like somebody just called in go ahead you're on the jackson electric open line
7: yes you're probably going to want to clobber me but i'd <laughs> like to add something about the uh liquor license as i understand it the katie house llc is located at first and alger that's the old katie building okay the sorenson's doing business as i think spruce received that uh, much uh, desired liquor license on monday night and they received it to operate spruce retail and bar license at first alger okay the property at 333 brooks and i think that might have been referenced by a former councilman that too has a retail and bar license that was given to the katie house llc not the building but the entity the katie house llc on september 21st of on september in 21 september of 21 to mr johansson mr johansson is the owner of both properties 33 Brooks and 3333 Brooks and Katie House. But the question I would pose is simply this. The Sorensons have a retail and bar license to operate as the Spruce, I believe, at the Katie House, the one Alger, first Alger. That building right now is non-operational. Um, Mr. Uh, Johansson has indicated in the press that he hopes to put a third story on it, and uh, do a lot of renovation and most of those licenses are good for about a year and then if you haven't utilized them they're up for review and it seems like a long love and a long ball here but apparently the Sorensens are willing to take a gamble that they'll effectively use that license between its issuance date of Monday and a year and so that puts pressure certainly on mr johansson to get that katie building up and running so i just find it i this is a part of what i think caused people to go huh it's uh if you see the building it's block and got plywood in the windows and gutted in the inside it's going to take a lot of lift to get that sucker operational thank you bye
2: all right thank you Okay, so as I was saying, the U.S. is rushing to send some more weapons and equipment needed to hold off the larger invading force in the rural and open Donbass terrain. We're going from um, rural battlefield,
6: Mm -hmm.
2: or or excuse me, urban battlefield to a rural battlefield, and that changes changes a lot mm -hmm. Um, because Russia's got some weapons that will be more effective there. Uh, uh, Those who know a lot about uh, the history of World War II— would know that it, you can dig in like a tick in urban areas, and you can, a small force can last a long time mm-hmm. there, but you get them out in the open, and, and you're going to have some problems. And that's when you're going to need more men, more equipment, uh, and, and better equipment than what they've got. Well, the U.S. has jumped in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I, I, you know what? This is going to be our poll question for for this week folks uh i want to know if you feel that the u.s is doing enough for the ukraine are we are we doing enough for this individual who has basically led his people uh during one of the seemingly most one-sided wars uh, right oh, in, yeah. in in history <laughs> yeah and and yeah. he is holding them off. I mean I I'm I'm seeing reports by legitimate, credible news sources. They're already saying things like Russian defeat. Well, yeah, I'm absolutely I think uh clearly
5: Putin thought things were going to go a lot further, a lot faster than they have.
2: He was he was counting on a blitzkrieg. Yes. He was counting on a blitzkrieg to sweep through this nation. It's mine in seven days, mm-hmm. and 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 then China was probably hoping for the same thing. He'll have it in seven days, mm-hmm. and then I'm going for Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I guess the question is,
5: uh, how much do we need to? I mean, we, we can't send troops in there, because now you're talking about about World War
2: III yep. once, once that happens. Yep. yep.
5: So how far up to that line can you go, and how far are we going to need to go?
2: Yeah. Uh, we've sent money. We've sent javelins, and uh, <laughs> reports are saying that... Uh, if you don't know what a javelin is, folks, well, uh, <laughs> some American-made weapons have, uh, quote, caused panic among Russian troops. Uh, and this, of course, is, is claims from the Ukrainian military. Mm-hmm. But the javelin, is, is a, it, that's a pretty bad stick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing to me how one weapon... Can turn a battle around. Just the Springfield rifle right up here yeah. over the hill. Yeah. Yep. Saved how many individuals uh, during a battle, the wagon box fight? Mm-hmm. One weapon, you know, came through for them. If they would have had the old flintlocks, boy, they would have been in bad shape. Makes all the difference in the world. Makes yeah. all the difference in the world, yep. folks. And history's proved it over and over again. I've got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open lines. Uh, good morning. Good morning.
1: Uh, make a couple of quick statements um russia today is already uh, basically proclaiming that it's world war three so there's that um a couple weeks back you brought up uh um uh, neo-nazis did you find the neo-nazis in uh, the ukraine uh, that are part n- of the battalion.
2: Uh, you're saying I brought up neo Nazis. I don't remember bringing up neo Nazis, but I remember having this discussion with you.
1: Okay. Uh, right. And, and you were saying that there was no connection between Zelensky and neo Nazis. Yeah, he's, and he's Jewish and fought with, in World War Two. Mm-hmm. So, but we did find that there are neo Nazis involved in fighting in the Ukrainian forces.
5: Well, yeah, there's probably neo-Nazis in American
1: forces too. There's neo-Nazis yeah. well, in Well, the no, there's not we're all out, and out neo-Nazis. There's probably neo-Nazis uh, in Russian chief. forces. i we guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'll guarantee yeah. it. You're we're, acting we're like this find. entire country is full of neo-Nazis and that's why brave Vladimir Putin is going to walk across the border and I'm just not buying it, bud.
1: Well, I'd like to hear more of what's going on. There's a reporter. He's from Chile gonzalo lira he uh, just made a statement because he disappeared for about a week but uh he's been in the ukraine documenting this uh there's gonzalo a lot of orders in the ukraine lira. right now mm-hmm. matter so, of fact um, there's a reporter from msnbc in... who quit his job
2: to fight with ukrainian forces mm-hmm. what else would you like to oh. hear what you want to well. hear or facts
1: I'm just saying I'd uh, let everybody know that you're going to be giving javelin missiles to neo-Nazis.
2: We're giving them to the Ukrainian military. All right. I've got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
3: Uh, Good morning. Hey, I'm wondering if uh, anybody else has called in about the uh, property tax assessments for 2022.
2: Uh, We had uh, some individuals bring it up. I believe it was last Mm -hmm. week. Yeah.
3: Oh, last week? Okay. They must have gotten uh, early assessments. Uh, well, it looks like uh, my uh, assessment has gone up 86% my from goodness. last year, you know. And then uh, from 2018, it's gone up over 100%. Now, looking at the 86%, you know, there I went down to the assessor's office. And, uh, there was, uh, an elderly gentleman there that was fussing and his place is falling apart and he's paying double taxes too. So I'm just wondering <clears throat> what, uh, county commissioners are doing about this or what.
2: All right. Yeah. What can yeah, the, they do? That's what, the yeah. What What can they do? Yeah.
3: Yeah. You just wonder. Yeah. Because you know, it's going to put a lot of elderly people, you know, strain mm-hmm. on their budgets. A lot of fixed stuff. incomes no. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, when they're on fixed budgets, when you're looking at eighty-six percent one year, and you know, from twenty eighteen over a hundred percent increase on in the valuations and things.
5: Yeah, yeah. that can is be significant.
3: It, is it just going to run everybody out of town and you know make a, lot, a people that poor and just you know sell to the you know uh, high investors that can afford it?
2: Well, you know, I, I really hope not. Yeah. Uh, and and taxes. I you know somewhere up there on Capitol Hill, someone makes this determination, um, and the rest of us have got to follow suit. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure who does that or how. They even begin to uh, decide. Well, we're going to increase this percentage or that percentage, and then pass <clears> it on <throat> right, down to right. the states, the counties, and the cities. But right. uh, it's it's rough. Um, you know, the tax increases, and then you've got inflation. You got the price of fuel, and and it does. You know, it, the scary part is it doesn't look like any of it's just going to suddenly stop. You know, we got we yeah. got so much to. What did, what did Senator Dave Kinsky say here on the show? Since the beginning, and and I'm pulling this from memory, but since the beginning of the pandemic, I think Senator Kinsky had figured out that the state of Wyoming, it just the state of Wyoming, and has ended up with something like nine billion dollars. Mm. That's a lot of money. It is, yeah. Now now think about that's the state of Wyoming, right? And I I'm not exactly sure how they come up with the formula to give us this money. But we are the least populated state in the union. Mm-hmm. So if you were to base that off a of population alone, you're looking at $9 billion for your least populated state.
5: And if this is pandemic money, we weren't that hard hit. No. I mean, look at places like New York with much higher population. California. Yeah, that was much harder hit. Uh, yeah, and boy, the inflation that's going to be a result of that
2: is we haven't seen the start of that yet. Exactly. I I, I, I think... You know, this increase is just... It, and they're going to nail it to you in, in dimes and in cents. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. know, nickels yep. and dimes all the way up to the top. All right, got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM Sheridan.
4: jackson electric and you'll see the light maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building maybe it's high efficiency led lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair maybe it's data system wiring irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair commercial residential industrial agriculture above ground below ground call jackson electric and you'll see the light 1851 north main in sheridan
5: Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Suker. Harker-Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks Consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Harker-Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs.
6: Call us today.
5: Your initial consultation is always free at Harker-Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan
0: your professional growth with access to top-notch business experts at the chamber's seventh Ignite Conference on May 3rd. For details, visit SheridanWyomingChamber.org or call 672-2485. Thank you to our sponsors: D.A. Davidson, Susie Garber Johnson, Canon Manufacturing Works, Advanced Therapy, Hammer Chevrolet, Impact Sheridan, Intex Spring Creek Mine, Society for Human Resource Management, and WWC Engineering. Sheridan Community Land Trust and the Sheridan College Native American Student Organization will host a special discovery session, Messages from Medicine
2: Wheel
7: Country. Using archaeological data, genetic evidence, and contemporary cultural sensibilities, Dr. Shane Doyle will describe how Native people have thrived for hundreds
0: of generations in the Bighorns. Join us Wednesday, April 27th from 5.30 to 7 p.m. at Sheridan College. For more information, go to
4: sheridanclt.org. at our focus is on you, your needs, and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one-size-fits-all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Steeple. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation, our guidance is driven by your investment needs. Call us at 307-672-3434
5: to talk about your financial goals. Steeple Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE.
6: We're getting ready to tee it up. The grass is greening up, and things are happening at Kendrick Golf Course. Kendrick looks to be in great shape, and the clubhouse is prepped and ready for use. While well, there are a lot of new things happening. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Golf Course Sheridan's best golf value. Whether you're an avid golfer or someone just picking up the game, Kendrick is a perfect place for you. Play this season at Kendrick Golf Course.
5: Well, that was a nice one. You like that, that one? That was
2: smooth. Dry that one right <laughs> out, baby. Just got to draw it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jackson yeah. Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson and Trevor Jackson. We're your open line guys. Go ahead and give us a ring. 674 four 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 three or six seven two five seven six three i don't have a lot of time left and i do have one caller waiting in the wing go ahead caller you're on the jackson electric open line
9: yeah that guy that called in about uh people in ukraine being neo-nazis the president of ukraine is a jew
2: yeah he's jewish and
9: and there's a lot of Jews
2: in that country. well i'm losing your partner
9: oh sorry the Russians tried to kill off the jews just like the nazis did
2: you know i it, stalin and did a uh, uh stalin committed a lot of atrocities a lot
9: that's right that's right and i understand catherine the great did too before him but anyway I'm trying to say that uh Jew as a Nazi is trying to breed a dog to a cat. You know they just don't mix.
2: Yeah, but um, when you when you get all your news from uh, uh, RT, R-T uh, yeah. then uh, then you start to believe. Oh, we just had a short here at the station. Wow, that was it was a long short. Yeah. That was a that was a long short. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I'm glad it didn't feel bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
9: it was kind of tingly. <laughs> it will Florida. I'm out wireless.
5: <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
9: anyway, I wanted to mention before you run out of time that Russia has been putting out a lot of anti-Ukraine propaganda.
4: Yeah. On yeah. The
9: absolutely. Internet. Yep. And there's people, and I can name somebody. They just soaks that stuff up and believes it. Mm -hmm. And the president of Ukraine used to be a comedian, so they're bringing that up against him. Well, that was a long time ago, and to me, I think the man is a hero. You know, most of these presidents of these countries that go to war with somebody, they grab the... The money and run, go to another country and live high off the hog for the rest of their life,
2: while the rest of their so people are dug in trenches. That's right.
9: And he's he's fighting for his country.
2: He's been offered and multiple times by many nations to be pulled out of there, and he has denied it. Uh, what what did he say? I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. Right. Yeah. Yep. That should be on yeah, a so T-shirt. I
9: don't, That's right. He said, I don't need ammunition. Yeah, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. And he's getting it. And I admire the way all those people are fighting for their country. And I've wondered how many people here would do the same thing. I know there is a lot. I'm not saying there's not. But uh, of course, I tell you, you never know what's going to happen till it actually happens. And then sometimes people step up that you wouldn't think would.
2: Well, I can tell you, I just, yeah, I can tell you that uh, in my experience, um, and, and for my longtime listeners, they know my experience, so I won't go into it. But when we got over there, there were individuals that I was like, "Mm, I don't know if he's gonna. And then once it all hit the fan, they did Mm -hmm. and they did hard. Uh, and I was, I was surprised and very proud. Uh, they do. People surprise you in the best of ways in the worst of situations. And I, I believe that the majority of, of American citizens would do the exact same. Um, even, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. 9-11 proved one thing. It doesn't matter if you're conservative. It doesn't matter if you're liberal. Right. You come kicking the door in on my house – yeah. And you're going to have a problem.
5: That will unify Americans like nothing
2: else. And and yeah. that is the one thing that we have been absolutely strong with and we need to retain that mm-hmm. as we go forward as a nation. Look, you can pick on your little brother. You can pick on 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 your big sister. It, but once somebody picks on them mm-hmm. outside of the family, yeah, what do you do yep yep you're okay. you're banded together then, and the United yep. States is a family mm-hmm. and and yeah, there's a lot of fighting in our house, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of fighting in our house, but, but that's because we believe it's worth fighting for exactly yeah. exactly uh you know, as long as get informed, be passionate don't don't spread misinformation, don't be malicious, mm-hmm. but fight what you believe in. Government is war without violence. It's gonna get heated. It's it's it just don't sling mud, because that's disgusting. <laughs> right. You start slinging mud, start calling names and whooping and hollering, <laughs> now I know you've lost. Right. <laughs> You're the one who's lost. You're calling names. That's that's the way it is. Alright. This has been the Jackson Electric Open Lines on nine thirty K R O E and one oh three point nine FM. Sheridan
4: into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Support Support the Downtown Sheridan Association with the Downtown Kentucky Derby Party Saturday, May 7th in Grinnell Plaza. Not only will they be streaming the horse race, they'll have food from Verdello and Chef Don King, live music by the Nate Champion Band, and classic mint juleps. Grinnell Plaza setup will start Friday afternoon, but businesses will have normal hours. So stop by, shop local, and give some love to our Grinnell Plaza businesses. Get your party tickets now at downtownsheridan.org. Pittsburgh Paint, with over 135
6: years of product expertise, is now available at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. You will now find Pittsburgh Paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Pittsburgh Paint is a leader in quality and product innovation and built to perform for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway, open seven days a week.
5: Bookkeeping. Let's face it, it's not one of your favorite things to do. In fact, it's not most people's favorite thing. There you sit, looking at all that paper. Taxes, bills, budget. And if you own your own business, you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork. Don't be frustrated. Contact Cloud Peak Accounting. After all, they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. With their easy-to-use website, you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com.
0: The 2022 Home and Garden Show is blooming with fresh ideas for all your spring projects around the house. Get creative this year. Let the experts at the Home and Garden Show give you the tools to do it. Today, tomorrow and Sunday at the Sheridan Ramada Plaza. Enter to win a brownstone fire round gas fire pit table or purchase a raffle ticket for Adirondack patio furniture with materials generously donated by Blowdorn and Connect Home Center and proceeds donated to the college construction technology students.
4: You've been procrastinating. Admit it. Your car's been needing a tune-up, but you've just been so busy being awesome. How awesome will that summer road trip be when your car breaks down, leaving you stranded? Perhaps scheduling an appointment with Midas to get that tune-up is a good idea. They'll let you know what needs fixing and what can wait. If you need shocks and struts, you'll save up to 100 bucks through April 30th. Keep your car running safely with a few more coins in your pocket at Midas Tire and Auto. From Jill Bates to the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP, News
2: Talk
7: 930, KROE.